can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. So what's on today's episode, Joe? So today we are talking about hiding bathroom smells. AKA? Delicately, AKA poop. Um, <laughs> and then we have a very special poop. guest, uh, Tegan MacDotskin is coming in to talk about adult acne and of course our products we didn't know we needed. So for today's cringy convo, um, we're talking about poo. <laughs> surprise, 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 Something surprise! That you probably don't want to. We actually, to. we actually wrote in our schedule, which like everyone has access to. We wrote hiding bathroom smells because <laughs> we thought that was more delicate. But let's just call it what it is. Yeah. So the reason this came up was I the other day said to Joanna, I was like, Oh, Joe, do you want to come get a coffee? And she's like, do you want me to shit myself? I can't have coffee, guys. <laughs> I can't. So what happens to you when you drink coffee? Well, as I as you just said, I shit myself. <laughs> I mean, how, it, how can I put this delicately? Has that happened to you before? Yeah. Well, I haven't actually shit myself, but um, to the point where I need to go to the bathroom right away. Urgently. And you need yes. to be near a toilet. Yes, yes. absolutely. And yes. honestly, like I, as we discussed in our episode with Carla, I've had a lot of gut issues in yes. my life. And so this is just bathroom anxiety is probably a thing for me. So you wouldn't have, so the reason then we started talking about it was we were like, you know, when you like first start dating someone Mm. or you, and then you go on your first holiday together. I feel like everybody (laughs) has their strategies. Yes, everybody. everybody, So we spoke about this with the previous guest was their strategy for like (laughs) hiding what you're doing in the bathroom. So what do you do? Like when you go, you you flush as you're going and then, but then you have to flush again. So anyway. Yeah. Everybody's, I've got a strategy. I feel like this will be really relatable to a lot of people. Yes. So you probably haven't gone through what I've gone through, which was I remember I went with my ex-boyfriend. We went to Bali for our first trip. It was very early on in the first six months. And I'd never gone to the toilet number twos. I'd never I'd never I I don't want to say number twos. I want to say what it's called. Just say defecated shat in front of my boyfriend. <laughs> Is that the the technical term? Yes. To to defecate. (laughs) Um, So I'd never gone to the toilet um, in front of him. We didn't live together. And we went to Bali and we had a villa together and I was like, what am I going to do? Did you think do? about it prior? Because I think about it for like yes, three months Yes, and beforehand. I knew that a friend had gone, had the same thing had happened to her and she'd actually had to get suppositories because she hadn't gone to the toilet in a week or something. Was that friend you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not me. That was actually a friend. But I really did. So I held on. And you know, when you're in Bali, you're in your bikini. So my stomach got yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> and got more bloated and more painful and my stomach pains were, were was like stabbing. And so I remember I was like, we got to like a restaurant on like the third or fourth day and I still hadn't gone to the bathroom. And I was like, I'm just going to have to go to the bathroom here. And then it, it was too late. Yeah, that so then you doesn't have, happen to me. So that must ne- – so if I leave it too long, it, it's done. I can't uh, go to the toilet. And it I happens- think I'd just perish. I don't think I can <laughs> hold it. I don't think I could hold I'm one of those people that, like, if I had to go, I'd be one of those people, you know, that they capture on, like, CCTV in supermarkets. <laughs> like, 
shitting in an aisle, that would be me. I can't hold it. <laughs> so you probably have never experienced that then. I haven't, no. Okay. So, I'm opposite to you. Okay, so yeah. what's happened? What's your story? Because we oh, all I just have, have a story. strategies. So okay. like, you know, if you're going away with someone for the first time and you don't know what the bathroom situation, I'm always hoping for a bathroom with a shower and a toilet because then you can turn the shower on. Yeah. You can be like, oh, I'm just going to have a shower. Yeah, that's up. true. That's true. Turn the shower on. They don't know anything. They don't. And then and the by the time you gone. get out of the shower, there's yep. nothing. There's yep. no no evidence. So that is like best case scenario though. Yep. But if there's not a separate, if there's a separate toilet, mm-hmm. you're f***ed. <laughs> <laughs> so we've actually got... A couple of products that we rely on quite heavily. I mean, I'm quite open. I don't really mind too much. Since we've started this podcast, can I be honest, like I've been quite more open about this, like with you. you Well, because like I would never say to you, like I really, like if I don't go like my stuff, like I've been telling you. we've been away together quite a bit. But I've like, I would never talk about my gut issues and like any bloating, like all of that sort of stuff. Oh. I wouldn't talk about that usually. But you now can tell me anything. I know, but now I just tell you. I'm like, I haven't gone to the toilet in three days. Yeah. What's wrong with me? And you're like, you need to. I don't know why you rely on me for <laughs> medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I rely on you for all my advice. Yeah. And actually, can I be honest with you? You know how um, I stopped going to F45? Yeah. And then I like my... Um, that's when I sort of started having really bad yes. gut issues and I wasn't going to the toilet. I was not regular. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started taking like the detox and de-bloat by JS Health yep. and the um, glow powder. Mm-hmm. So I was trying all these supplements to try to compensate for the fact that I'd stopped exercising yeah. and started having issues with with being regular. And so then what I did was I just went back to F45 and then and it what was, do you know? And what do you know? As soon as I have a coffee in the morning. Yeah. Exercise. Is, <laughs> oh, wait. So you go at work? No. Oh. No, no, no. Do I? Sometimes I you got to. You, yeah. You, I didn't used to want to do that. I used to hold a it. A lot of people don't. A lot of people are like, I will only shit in my own yes. toilet. But like, if you've got diarrhea, yeah. what are you going to do? I think I'm... I think as I get older, I get less stressed about it. Yeah. And maybe maybe us talking about this stuff has also made me less stressed about it. Like I probably just don't care anymore and I'm like, it's okay. I want people to DM us if yeah. they have um, work toilet phobia. Yes, work I think toilet. That's thing. And I probably have had – so when I – at my last job, we had like a conference centre that was like downstairs and there was never any conferences there. So I used to actually go downstairs be- – because I didn't want to do it in our bathroom, which yep. makes no sense. Like that's what the bathroom's there for. I know. It's but work it's this, toilet it's phobia. It's this shame of like centuries of women not being able to talk about their yes. bowel movements. Yes. And now we have this like overwhelming <gasps> that's so shame. True. That's so but true. But guys can just be like, oh, I'm going to take a shit. They and actually like, cool. Yeah, they actually <laughs> are really open about it. Yeah. What is it about women? That, and also it's about... <laughs> It's the same thing that we've discussed in a lot of our episodes, though. Yes. It's stuff that guys feel comfortable talking about, but and then women, all of a sudden it's, like, shameful for us to talk about it's like, it. It's like we don't it's like we don't poo. Like yeah. it's, it's it's weird that women poo or something, yeah. but it's not because you do it every, hopefully. We're all human. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that, yes, it's like there's the whole thing about like normalising it. Yeah. And it's like, yes, we all shit and we all have to and it's fine. And But also there's also the thing that if someone's coming into the bathroom after you, yeah. it's actually like a nice thing to cover the smell yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and if bit. you're a month into a relationship and you want to keep the romance alive, maybe you do <laughs> want to cover it up. So the two products that we choose to hide our bathroom smells. So I actually, because I don't have a boyfriend, I don't really 
um, I'm not a big spender on mm-hmm. the hiding the poo smell. So I just go for poopery, yes. which is cheaper. Um, I think. Do you know how it works? No, I actually don't know how it works. So my product works similar to this as well. So I like Aesop Post Poo Drops because I'm bougie. Yeah, you are. Um, and they both kind of work in a similar way where they kind of form a film over the water. So once mm-hmm. the excrement goes into the water, <laughs> Can the, you smell excrement? Yeah, the smell can't get out. So it's kind of similar, but... Are you meant to spray poopery so poopery goes the... poopery goes first before oh. you anticipate you're going to do a poo. Oh, my God. Okay, so I did not know that. No, it goes first. That's oh my the point God. of it. So poopery, spray in first before you go. I did not read the instructions. You, well, we've got to put some instructions at work okay. then. Um, and then the post-poo drops are obviously post Poo. Yes. So it's kind of a little bit different. I but love that Aesop yeah. doesn't give a shit and they yeah. call it post-poo drops. Yeah, well, they do give a shit. Well, they do give a <laughs> shit. I just really like that that brand, which is like such a nice, beautiful, yeah, Lux, bougie brand, yeah. is calling it a spade a spade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that too. I love that. But anyway, that's our um, approach to bathroom smells. So I just didn't if know you're you... looking for an air freshener, but also on air fresheners, yes. how annoying is it when the air freshener is an aerosol and obviously it's everybody so outside obvious. of the bathroom can hear you spraying a I, can? I actually think the post-poo drops would be the most discreet. Well, poopery you can't hear either because it's just a, it's a very it's a, light um, spray. Just a little light spray. It's not an aerosol. It's just yep. a little spray bottle. So you don't hear either of them. Yeah. Like who invented toilet freshener? I know, like Yeah, you can hear it. Like from You literally can five hundred yeah. meters away. What is the point Someone of that? Someone did a shit. Yeah. <laughs> There's no point. Anyway, if you find these cringy convos um immature, um <laughs> I would like to say that Hannah and I are both mature adults, but sometimes you just have to address these things yes. and it's funny to talk about. So if you find this immature, that's fine, but we're going to keep doing it. So, <laughs> so we'll be back next week it. talking about, I can't even remember what's on next week's, but we'll be back talking about something gross. So our next guest is here to talk about adult acne. It is, of course, the famous TeganMack.skin. She's here in the flesh. In the TeganMack.skin jumper. You're used to seeing her on the gram, but she's here on the podcast. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Tegan. So I've been dealing with acne ever since I was probably about 13. It never got to the point where I needed to go on Rakutane, but it got very close. So I think that's what kind of sparked my whole interest in skin is because it was always something that I was battling with myself and I was trying to find solutions for my issues and then it just kind of I fell into the world of skincare. So what do you do now? Now, as a job? Yes, as a job for the people that haven't seen you. For the people who haven't seen you all over our gram. Yes. I like that, Tegan. I'm back in podcast form. So working at my my personal business now, Tegmac.skin as of last week, um, doing all things skin. That's what I do. But I thought, what better way to introduce my acne stories with a story that I feel like summarizes my one of my prime acne experiences. So this was in 2016. I went to Eritrea, which is in Africa, and I was there with I my... I thought that was going to be a music festival. No, <laughs> it sounds like it. No, yeah. <laughs> it's an African, uh, East Africa. Okay. And I went there with my boyfriend and his family, and we were staying with his auntie. And 
I was like going through a real bad skin patch. I just did a long haul flight. I was stressed. My skin was just gross. But I was like, hey, I'm like in Africa. I'm not going to wear any makeup. Let me live my best life. Mm-hmm. And his auntie obviously didn't speak English. So anytime we would have a conversation, it would have to be through someone else. Mm -hmm. So she's looking at me saying something and I'm like, yeah, being all polite. And then my friend had to translate it. And she was like, oh, she said that you've got a lot of bad mosquito bites on on your face. Like the mosquitoes (laughs) have like really got you bad. And I was like, because we both knew it wasn't mosquito bites. But how do I then go through two people to translate that? So I was just like, yeah, those mosquito bites. (laughs) It was acne and it was so embarrassing and everyone was looking at me like, we also know it's not mosquito bites. But like, what do you say? And I was like, when do you grow out of this? And that's when I learned you don't. Don't grow grow out of it. There's a really good meme. My adult acne keeps me young. Yeah, Seriously. It's just an ongoing thing. So I think so many people can relate to that. Absolutely. We get a lot of questions about it. I get a lot of DMs on my gram too about adult acne. You probably can't relate, Joe. No, she can't relate. She's never had (laughs) – is is like from Austin (laughs) Powers. Yes. Like I'm pretty sure if you like clean cut her head off like all these electrical sparks (laughs) will fly out. She's not real. So I think it's I you and me. Me and Hannah are having this conversation. Uh, I feel like that. it is a compliment. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah, take it. I have a question. What What is the difference between, I guess, acne when you're young and then if you have like sort of persistent acne when you're older and then hormonal breakouts? Yes. So I would say when you're young, it's just kind of your body being introduced to like hormones that you've never had them in such levels going through puberty. And I find when you're a teenager, a lot of the time the acne is on the forehead and maybe coming down onto the cheeks a little bit. But what I'm finding with most of the clients I'm working with is it's all on the chin and people find when they're due for their period, they might get a pimple and that's a pimple. That's not acne. Acne is that real persistent. You never really have a clear patch of skin. Um, And it's a lot deeper and a lot more sore and inflamed. Whereas I find teenagers, it's more like lots of little dots. I think that's Mm -hmm. the biggest difference with the the types of acne. And it's hard when you're a female, you go through a cycle every whatever. I don't know what it is because my cycle's jacked. <laughs> Same. Supposed, we talked about this last week. It's supposedly meant to be like 28 days. Mine's like 55. <laughs> um, and so every single month, just as your body kind of gets past it, you're back going through the hormonal change yeah. again. And then it just kind of it's ongoing. And your skin has to go through that recovery phase as well. So yeah. by the time you get through that healing process, your skin's just back it's like to I'm producing back. pimples again. Yeah. You're like, damn yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so. I did want to ask because we're about the same age and a few of my yes. friends now are like going off the pill and things like that because yeah. they're married, want to have kids, not me, but my mm. friends. Um, and they're starting to experience that whole coming off the pill, yeah. hormonal surge, yeah. adult acne phase. Do you have any advice on that? Because I know that you've mentioned before in your own yeah. channels that well, you Well, I off went the pill. through that in December. I've been off the pill once before when I was 20 and it was just a war zone. Like mm-hmm. I fully broke out. It was disgusting. I nearly needed a front French got that bad. I was like, how do I cover this? <laughs> so I went back on the pill. And then my advice from my doctor, which I think is – a lot of people get the same advice is when you have polycystic ovaries like I do is, oh, just stay on the pill and then when you're ready to have kids, go off it. So a lot of people just stay on the pill until they're ready to Mm -hmm. have kids. They go off the pill and realise they've got all of these hormonal issues. Mm -hmm. They might not have a natural period. They might have just out of whack 
hormone levels. Yeah. They struggle to have kids. Um, so the best thing you can do I, for me is I went and saw a naturopath and did it under the guidance of a naturopath. Mm-hmm. I went on a series of supplements. She told me about what kind of foods I should be eating. Um, and then, of course, skincare can help support the skin as best it can, yep. keeping it calm. Mm-hmm. But I think the key thing to remember is when you have acne and you know it's hormonal, it's not your skin being oily and gross and congested. And all the acne products on the shelf assume that you're oily teenager. Mm-hmm. So you've really got to step away from the acids and focus on anti-inflammatory calming skincare because you know the cause is hormones and not you being really oily. So salicylic can sometimes be a bit hardcore and I think that's a problem people find when they they come into me and they um they come into me. Oh my god. <laughs> Actually, don't worry, we, we love in, sexual in- innuendos yeah. on this podcast. Well, yeah, they don't happen Joe does it all the time. Me. The big boy. Yeah, Joe, we know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Um they when they come into the clinic, I should say. Um, and they're like, I've tried all this stuff, all this acne stuff, why it's not working. The second you get them off the acids and onto, you know, doing some LED, using some calming anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. skincare, their skin calms down a lot better. Because yeah. when you're going through hormonal breakouts, your skin just needs love and support, not to be stripped back Absolutely. and burnt alive. I think the thing that people um, do <laughs> accidentally is mm. overuse things like yeah. salicylic acid. I'm like, just do it like a, a dot. Mm. On that pimple, just once. Once. But they're like every three hours going back over the same yeah. area and putting more on. Because it needs to go through the drying out yeah. phase and then it needs to kind of dry up and flake off on its own. Yeah. I that I went through a desperate phase where I was I spot treated a pimple above my lip two days in a row and now I've got like permanent dermatitis. Oh, no. Because that's an area that's not meant to dry yeah. out around your nose. And yeah. I was like, damn it, it, now it's been red for like 12 months. So yeah. don't do what I did. I'm all for encouraging them protection of the barrier when yes. it comes to acne. Well, yeah, I thought that 100%. was really interesting. So we did a video series with Tegan, your skin therapist. Yes. Yes. So um, we had three clients come and see you and two of them had acne, yep. I think, and I was and, and they had adult acne. And what I was so surprised about was the products that you recommended because yeah. one of them had a really impaired barrier. So – A lot of people who have acne and have been using the wrong stuff have an impaired barrier. And you won't really know if you have an impaired barrier unless you go and see someone professionally. Yes. But one of the signs is just general redness and dehydration. So Mm -hmm. the skin will feel tight. So we have to fix that before we start using anything exfoliating. Otherwise, we're just exfoliating a barrier that's already broken and you're going to keep getting breakouts because if the barrier is broken, then bacteria is coming in and Absolutely. out of the skin. Yep. So we started off with that particular girl with just calming anti-inflammatories like your niacinamide. Uh, what else? You know, gentle cleanser. I think cleanser is a big mistake. People with acne always go for an exfoliating cleanser. Mm-hmm. Or a drying cleanser, yeah, like an like acne a, cleanser. Yeah, acne yeah. cleanser, a foaming cleanser. Yeah. Or don't even get me started on cleansers with beads in it because yeah. what? It's a cleanser. Anyway. It's not 2004 anymore. Guys. I know. No one's using that stuff. So, I am. Just yeah. joking. I'm not. <laughs> I've got, yeah. Of course I don't, guys. Turn off the mic. As I told you, I only use Bioderma. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think people always go for like a acne cleanser, clear skin cleanser, something that's going to, you know, insinuate it's going to help with your breakouts. But I think when in doubt, just use a gentle cleanser. You're only trying to wash your face. Yeah. Just wash it with a gentle cleanser. If you need 
acne products, use it in serum form. Don't use it as a cleanser because mm-hmm. you have to use that cleanser every day. Yep. And then if your skin's feeling sensitive, you've got no choice but to use your active cleanser. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's gentle, you can just use it all the time. Very good so tip. swapping over to a gentle cleanser is really important as I well. Feel I feel like you're in my brain. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. I could I just, just see Joanna like going, oh, one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm just, like, yep. loving yep. Yep. what you're it's saying. It's like you're turned on right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. everything that she's saying <laughs> is turning you on. I can hear you, like, grunting on the end of the microphone. Like, yeah. I've got, like, yeah. she's, like, mm. on my knee. And I'm like, She actually is. She's grunting. Next time I'm going to do this via, like, webcam and not in the studio. I'm so, I'm ba- and so you recommended gentle cleanser. What about serums for someone that's got an impaired barrier? Definitely niacinamide, and there's heaps of great ones out there. So, just um, a good quality niacinamide. I think another thing with acne is just in general, don't waste your time on non cosmeceutical products. Preach. Because you're just not going <laughs> mm, to get them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just. She's doing uh, it again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you just, you know, if you're, if you're desperate, it's easy to go out and buy all the cheap stuff, but like if you really want results, you've just got to get the good stuff. Mm. Otherwise, you're going to be chasing your tail. So a good quality. So anything I'm talking about, I'm talking about cosmeceutical, obviously. Um, good quality vitamin B, gentle cleanser, a light moisturizer, something that's not going to be too heavy. I would stay away from oils. I would stay away from toners. Even I just find them to be too drying unless you're covered in blackheads. Um, but when you've got acne, you've got the big red sore ones. I wouldn't use a toner. Um, keeping the skin protected from the sun as well because the skin will heal slower if it's exposed to UVs. So when I was having really bad like hormonal breakouts around my chin, yeah. I was going for like the acids thinking that would help and yeah. it would always make it worse. And so then when I would swap to like a hydrating product, yes. I found that it would like a – I'm just thinking, like, what am I using at the moment? The new cosmetics, the surge, HA, surge. Oh. so something like that. If I've got breakouts, I automatically would go to cosmetic surge now because that my skin will heal quicker yes. and the breakouts will go down quicker. Is that? Yeah. Am I like crazy? You're not making it up. No, <laughs> because you're nourishing the skin and supporting the skin's healing. So when you have like 2010, Tegan would have just gone out and got. Charcoal masks, like <laughs> spot treatment, burn my face off kind of stuff. Yep. Now, if I, like right now, my skin's been crazy, I would be doing LED, Societe peptide mask, hyaluronic, just anything healing, mm-hmm. hydrating and soothing instead of going for the hardcore stuff because mm-hmm. your skin will heal so much quicker. What about retinols if you've got breakouts? I think it's still fine. Um, As long as your barrier is fine, then you can use a retinol. And it's important to make sure that you're on the right retinol. I probably wouldn't go out and just read a bunch of descriptions online and then choose one. It's really something that if you get it wrong, your skin could go crazy and then you'll Mm -hmm. hate retinols for the rest of your life. Yeah, been there. Yeah, you want to make sure you're on the right retinol for your skin and then you can always progress to a stronger one as your skin's tolerance increases. Mm Mm-hmm. And in terms of treatments available, like mm. professional treatments available for people with adult acne or scarring, yes, so they've 
come out the other side of having adult acne and now they're dealing with the scarring. For both concerns, what are the kind of treatments that you recommend? So when someone comes in with acne, typically what I start to do with them is like a custom facial. So we're doing like oxygen treatments, which is great for killing bacteria. Um, LED is an absolute must. Go to any clinic who has a good LED machine and buy like a pack of five or whatever um, and try and do that like even weekly. You can do LED heaps. It's really um, great for inflammation. Um, And peptide masks, once we're kind of past that stage, we can look at doing things like peels, lactic peels if they're a dry acne or salicylic peels if they're an oily acne. Most people are a dry acne and they don't realise that. That's why they don't get results. Mm-hmm. And then for the scarring, but even active um, even active breakouts, I'm finding skin needling is great over active breakouts because it breaks down all the damaged skin and just kind of helps to retrain how the skin works. So skin needling for both active acne and scarring is the best thing you can do because it's all about getting rid of damaged cells and rebuilding the skin structures. And anywhere where you've got loss of collagen from having breakouts in the repeated spot over and over, it helps to bring back that collagen and improve the texture of the skin. Are you turned on, Joe? I am. <laughs> I really am. I so. She hadn't blinked in three. I feel like... <laughs> she's like, I can see yeah. her. She's like, like a puppy dog. I just soul. love skin. I, I feel like if I left you both in this room for like three hours. It would be like on the window. It would be like the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> you out the window and you're like, whoa, I'll leave them alone. That's exactly what I'm imagining. <laughs> Luckily, this place has no window. We can get away with it, Joe. I feel like Joanna, like imagine Joanna going on a first date and like the guy starts talking about skincare. Uh, I feel like you would marry him the next start day. start undressing as she's talking. Yeah. <laughs> you like, your pants are around your ankles and she's like, I know. <laughs> Classic. Classic. I had Classic another question joke. to ask, but now I've just been really distracted. I'm flustered. Mm. Um, uh, I'm trying to think if I had – oh, I actually would really like to know where – I'd really like to know about your skincare routine. We do ask most of our guests what their skincare routines are like. Okay. So pretty much everything I've spoken about because I am the person that I'm speaking about. I am the adult acne person. So gentle cleanser, Benefit Clean from Cosmetics. I actually, funnily enough, don't use a straight vitamin B. I'm using Cosmetic Surge as well, which has vitamin B in it. Um, Cosmetics Elite Pepoxide, so like an antioxidant serum. I do have the PCA, sorry, no, I do have the Societe Clear Skin Boosting Pads, which are salicylic based Mm -hmm. for like once a week if I need it. Yeah. PCA Clear Skin, I've got like five different retinols, (laughs) um, and that would be pretty much my go-to stuff. Benefit Clean, Pepoxide, and Clear Skin, I always have. The other stuff can kind of change every now and then. Yeah. But one thing I think we should touch on as well with adult acne is a lot of people ignore the lifestyle factors. Mm-hmm. And unless you get that in check, you're not going to really get the result you're looking for. And I know that's why I've broken out because I had a bad eating weekend. But things, anything inflammatory will contribute to an inflammatory skin condition. And yep. this includes rosacea and eczema and anything inflammatory. So your, your, your dairy, especially full cream milk and yogurt, I find – Grains, so having a lot of breads, pastas, um, cereals, sugar, of course, and processed foods. So I think... So everything. Yeah, everything fun. <laughs> yeah. So if you are going alcohol? through... Yeah, because it's your skin's trying to... Your body's trying to detox and mm-hmm. then you're throwing alcohol in there and 
your skin is just one of the various ways your skin get your body gets rid of toxins. So if you're drinking a lot of alcohol, you're smoking, you're having a lot of milk and yogurt, you're having cereal and toast for breakfast, then that's probably contributing to your problem. And unless you start cutting back on those food groups and you don't have to cut it out for forever. You might try cutting out milk for one month, see what the result is. And then you might try cutting out sugar for one month and see what the result is. But I can guarantee you what you're eating is contributing to your adult acne because it affects your hormones, mm-hmm. what you eat. And um, I guess we've had this discussion before, which was like, also when it, when you've got a breakout, is there like a sense of like, I just, whatever. You've never had a breakout. Have I you? have. Can't relate. No, I can relate. I just like, I know what you mean. Like <laughs> yeah. I used to, I looked in the mirror and you just like, yeah, that oh. was me this morning. I was and you're like, just like, cool. but you're like, oh, whatever. Just, it is. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat yourself up about mm-hmm. it because everyone gets breakouts. Except and Joanna. I mean, except Joanna. She's <laughs> hey, a femboy. guys, I do. <laughs> One. When? I yeah. She occasionally gets one like, pimple. I've one. pimple, so I'm going to put this stuff on it. I was yeah. like, pimple, that's like, <laughs> that's nothing. Um, I'm on the pill though, so yes, just wait till I come yeah. on it. It'll just turn into an <laughs> Yes, can't wait. <laughs> Imagine if yeah. you like become. Everyone's <laughs> waiting for my demise. Yes. Yeah. We, yes. are, we are, we are, we genuinely are. <laughs> like a Facebook group, like bring Joe down. <laughs> but yeah, no, when you have a breakout, there's no point getting upset about it because that's going to make you stressed. And stress is another massive massive factor some people have I had one cli- one one client <laughs> one client I'm still seeing her and we were trying for months trying to figure out what it was that was giving her breakouts she was basically on a low FODMAPS diet like doing all the right things she was like I guess I'm kind of stressed with work but like isn't everyone went on a holiday and now her skin is like it's completely changed wow mm. so stress like if you're if you've tried everything but the stress is still high that's probably contributing too mm-hmm. so when my skin is going crazy and like you know I'm working in a skin clinic trying to help people sell them products and they're probably looking at me being like you need to help yourself first. <laughs> What's going on with your face? but you know like it's normal like you can't beat yourself up yeah. about it if you get stressed about it it's only going to contribute to the problem and it's a short-term thing there's always a solution it's just a matter of finding what works for you not what you know, works for your friend because it's not going to yeah. be the same for everyone. I think that's something that frustrates me a lot is yeah. that people go, we want to know about your routine. Yeah. I'm like, but you don't have the same skin as me. Yeah, so like my routine probably isn't going to help you. I would probably break out more because you can yeah. probably tolerate vitamin C really well. Yeah. Whereas I cannot use vitamin yeah. C. Really? Yeah. Vitamin C and acne do not mix. So anyone right. who has acne don't use a vitamin C because it's just too stimulating. I just can't stress enough the importance of getting a routine tailored to your own skin. Like even if you are researching ingredients and products and things like that on your own because you can't go and see a skin therapist, look for things that are targeted to your skin type and concerns, not what anyone else is using, not what influencers are using. Look for something that's going to work for you. Yeah. I like that. And not if, what influencers are using. Yeah. Don't let the influencers influence. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're lying. <laughs> except <laughs> me and Tegan. Except, except, <laughs> yeah, trust us. Um, another thing, like if you're young and you can't afford to come and do treatments all the time, that's fine. There are ways around that. I think it's important to invest in what you're using at home because you get to use that twice a day. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're using you know, crappy products, but then having a treatment once a month, you're probably not going to get results at all. Yeah. So I think people see it the other way around. They're like, I should be going and getting facials, but then they're not doing maintenance in between. It's like, well, you can't expect a one-off treatment to work magic. And some people come in and they're doing skin needling, but they're still using their like 
chemist brand cleanser and I'm just yeah. like why would you spend all this money if you're yeah. still going to use that stuff like yep. you might as well just do skincare at home and not even have treatments mm-hmm. that's I the have better my investment. last question dating question oh um so I went on a first date not ages ago but let's I can't remember it's anyway it's, first it's been a while I can't remember do you remember when I messaged you and I said I've I've I had a white a oh, white yes. head above oh, my lip yeah. and I and I squeezed it mm. and then it like my whole lip just like went mental and she's like Hannah why did you squeeze it she but it's a white head it. you can't go on a date with a white head pimple above your lip yeah I think you gotta pick your battles when oh, you choose yeah. to pop because it can just get real inflamed it was really inflamed and then no amount of concealer would cover it it's either the white head or it's a fat lip yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks it it doesn't look like a pimple anymore. Yeah. So what would your recommendation be in that situation if you don't want to go on a first date with a white head above your lip? Uh, you, you know what? I probably would have done the same as yes, you and just thank regretted you. everything. Yes. Because like you panic. Yeah. But in if you weren't going on a first date and you do have a white no, head, this is a dating question. Specific. Mm, overline your lips with red lips, <laughs> with red lip liner, and just cover it up. Because if you pop it, okay. that bad boy's open. If it starts weeping, you can't put anything over it. Well, I would. It was, and I just put. Yeah. I, I dabbed like you just like half a tube of concealer. It, yeah, to like stop the weeping. So no, if you're going to pop just a cover pimple, it. You've just got to do it at night when you can go straight to bed. Otherwise, it's just going to get worse. Is there something I could have done in the morning, knowing that I had a date that night? I mean. It's hard. If, it, if it's red, I would just leave it. If it's white, I would probably pop it <laughs> and just keep my skin as clean as possible for the rest of the day and just try not to touch it. But ideally you would have just left it because it's a lot easier to cover up a pimple that isn't broken mm. because you could have done all the things you were doing, putting concealer on, putting powder on over a closed pimple, it would have stayed on a lot better than an open one. Mm-hmm. So you were probably better off just to leave it now yeah. that I think about How'd it. How'd that yeah. date go, by the way? He didn't call back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you, could... Tegan, for joining us today to talk about adult acne. You can find TeganMac.skin at TeganMac.skin <laughs> in Melbourne. So yes. if you live anywhere else, too bad. You're going to yeah. miss out. But I am doing online consultations. So the world is my oyster. I've got a consult with someone on, in London on Saturday. Oh, yeah, skin is going global cool. domination. Yeah, helping all the skin around the world. That's <laughs> the least I can do. So now for the product that uh, we didn't know that we needed. I think this is one of my favourite parts of the whole. Is it? I just love talking. It's about my it. sexual innuendo. Comes I know. Out. <laughs> I know. It always makes me laugh. There's been quite a few sexual innuendos. <laughs> so, Hannah, what is yours? Because I know you've written an article about this before, yes. and you really sold me into yes. it. Yes. So, um, you may not know this, people, if you don't follow us on Instagram at Adore Beauty. Um, <laughs> but I have really unmanageable haggard hair. And she does. Can confirm. Yeah. It's really bad. And I am actually going to try a, a keratin hair treatment soon. So I'll let you know how that goes. But in the meantime, um, I have a few things that I do to try to manage my hair. And I actually have one product that I can't – that is the best – the best hair product I've ever used. Wow, this is that's very, a big call. This is very – that's not exaggerated. Yeah, wow. So it's the Kerastase – what's the name? It's the Nutritive 8-Hour Nutritive Eight Hour Magic Night Serum. Just 
So the Kerastase 8-Hour Magic Serum. I don't, and I said this in the article that I wrote about it, I don't like products that have like magic and miracle and I'm like, are you really? Are you really magic? Are you really? Is it really a miracle? This is magic, guys. Seriously, it's magic. I can't even like, so basically I remember I got put on my desk. I was like, ugh, another and I actually left it on my desk and was like, For nah. ages. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to – I have too many hair products yep. that have claims and it doesn't work on my mm-hmm. hair because my hair is just so unmanageable. So I ended up taking it home and I was like, that word magic just sucked me in and I was like, okay, I'll try it. I put it on my hair, left it on for eight hours. Oh, my god! I vividly remember you coming into the office the next day and you did not shut the up about I it. I didn't. You were like, oh my God, Joe, look at my hair. Yes. Feel my hair. Oh my God, look how soft it is. It looked it, it really was. And it then, was warranted. And so you saw me come in the other day when I yep. hadn't put it in because I, I was using a hair straightener yep. for a shoot. And so I couldn't put that in my hair and you saw my hair. Yeah. So when I use this product, it softens. I don't know what it does, but it softens and makes it manageable. It's really easy to straighten. Mm-hmm. It's um, a bit of a game changer for mm-hmm. me in the hair space. What's the product that you didn't know that you needed? So mine is because I have a bit of OCD and you notice me using this all the time. time. (laughs) I think I have a problem. Um, It's always at my desk. So it is the Dr. Bronner's Lavender Hand Sanitizer. Um, I love this stuff because it's natural. So I feel like it's okay for me to use it constantly throughout the day. It's just like a little spray nozzle. You just spray it into your hands, rub them together. And apparently it kills like 99% of germs. So I literally use it after I use the bath. Bathroom every single time during the day because I feel like the bathrooms at work are germy. So I just have this thing about you don't using wash it. your hands. No, I do. No, okay, yeah, I wash my hands, okay, and then checking. I use and then I use that when I come yeah. back, and I also use it before I go to the snack station She's, in our room. She uses it all the time, constantly, constantly. Here, I hear like a little spritz, yeah, and then I'm like, yeah, and then it's like I know Joe's like cleaning her hands at her desk. Yeah, what's really nice about that because when you're not at your desk, I steal it. Oh, do you? Yeah. No, sometimes that's okay. You yeah. Sometimes I just do a bit of spritz on my hand yeah. and it smells really nice. It doesn't smell like hand sanitizer. Like it doesn't. The ones that you get at the supermarket. The alcohol Yeah, ones. it doesn't smell yeah. alcoholy like yeah. that. It's got a nice lavender scent. But they've also got a mint one as well if that's, you hate lavender because I know lavender is yeah. a bit of a, like, some people just really hate it. Um, do they? I like it. Yeah. Oh, some people just really hate I things like that. I love the smell of yeah. lavender. So do I. Yeah. But if you don't, there is a peppermint one, but that just made me feel like I had toothpaste on my hands, but... Whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my product I didn't know I needed because I'm a clean freak. Oh, but I do want to say my she trick is a clean with that, freak. my trick with that is my plane habit. So when yes. I go on a plane, I spray everything down and wipe it with a tissue because I can't sit with there the in hand- that filth. Yeah, with a hand sanitizer. Oh, so how do you feel sitting next to me? Because my desk is so messy. Oh, no, mine's messy too, though, because we we just have so many products yeah. on our desks. Um, so mine's messy too. I don't mind that. It's more just germs I don't like. Mm-hmm. So it's not messiness that bothers me as much. But if I have to go on a plane or public transport, I just get queasy at the amount of germs. Well, Joanna's taking public transport today. Watch out. <laughs> we have, I got my um, marking card I've, ready. <laughs> she actually texted me this morning. She was like, I knew you didn't want to do this. You didn't want to take the train. But oh, I was no, like, we've got to take actually, the train into the city. Yeah, I find it quite efficient. Yeah, but mm. you are you going to spray down the chair? No, I'll okay. just 
I'll just stand. think about it in my head. Yeah, will you I'll touch Dan and not touch will you, anything? Will you touch the um, railing? No. no you no, just stand no, there no. and try to balance. I've got hand sanitizer in my bag too. So I've got okay. one at my desk and one in my bag. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you buy, and, and actually, to be honest, Joe buys this. Yeah, I repurchase yeah, it. She repurchases it. She doesn't actually get it for free. Because I go she through buys a it. of it. <laughs> <laughs> do, do they have a, a big boy? No, they don't. <laughs> Unfortunately, no big boy. Dr. Bronner's, can you please make a 500 mil? 500 mil hand sanitizer. She needs the big boy. Yeah, I do. She's very dirty. <laughs> now you're doing the innuendo purposefully. Joanna's very dirty. She needs yeah. a lot of hand sanitizer. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. <laughs>